Welcome back. You're listening to This Week. Now, could a slowdown in construction activity spell trouble for the government's plans to address the housing crisis? Figures out this week from the Central Statistics Office show that residential building sector, that's that's house building to you and me, declined by 16.2% between July and September. So what's behind the slowdown in house building and what does it mean for the years ahead? Well, we're joined by John McCartney, who is Head of Research at BNP Paribas Real Estate Ireland. And uh, John, welcome to the programme. Thanks. So these figures, they show uh, construction activity as a whole fell by 2.7% in the third quarter of the year. But the decline then in house building much sharper, down 16.2%. What's going on and should we be worried? Well, I think it's too early yet to press the panic button, Justin. Um, So what most of our listeners will be interested in today is how many houses we're going to complete, how many houses and apartments we're going to complete this year and next year and and so forth. Now, what we're talking about in the statistics is something slightly different. It's a measure of construction sector activity or output. And what we have at the moment really is a peculiar situation where we've had really strong completions in the first three quarters of this year. They're up about 53%. On last year, we've had 20,800 dwellings completed. That's nearly as many as we did in the full year last year. We're probably going to do 28,000 by the end of the year. So we're going to easily surpass the Housing for All projections of 24,600 this year. And also, there is a strong pipeline of uh, dwellings that will uh, be completed next year. They're not. We're not going to get to them this year, but they're already started. That's that's because those people are already on sites building those houses. Exactly, yeah. So we estimate that in Dublin alone, there are about 17,800 dwelling units under construction, actually physically on site. And just to put that in perspective, we completed about 6,300 in Dublin last year. So there's a strong pipeline. However, to your point... Uh, the concern, I think, is what happens after 2023. Yes. Because what we have seen is uh, the cost of building uh, houses and particularly apartments has risen fairly sharply. Materials costs are going up by about 16% per annum. Uh, Construction wages are going up a bit more than wages in other sectors of the economy, about 5%. And of course, the financing costs for builders that want to get on site and they need to fund their working capital They've gone up too. Yes. So those the, these CSO figures then, uh, pay, I suppose, sound uh, uh, alarm bells about the future beyond the, beyond next year. Then um, th- there is a particular challenge, isn't there, with apartment building? Why is that? Well, apartments are inherently um, more, more tricky to to build in in, in financial terms. And there's really two reasons for that. The first reason is just the physical characteristics of apartment buildings. You know, um, you know, very often they're they're taller buildings, and very often you have to excavate a basement car park or maybe a double basement car park, and all of that adds up to higher costs on a per square meter basis. The other thing, of course, is that the business model for constructing apartments is a bit different to houses. With houses, you can stagger them, and you can sort of do five or ten at a time, you can sell them, you can recover cash and use that to fund the, the, the next phase of building. Whereas with apartments, you've really got to finish them all in one go before you, you, you sell any of them. And as a result, 
um, developers have to take on higher levels of peak debt when they're doing apartments? It, the, the figures, as I mentioned, show that construction activity as a whole fell by 2.7%, but the fall was more acute in the house building sector. Why are we seeing a difference, uh, a sharper drop in house building versus other types of construction? One would assume that a building inflation would, would increase across all sectors. Yeah, so it, that's a little bit ambiguous, Justin, because there was other data produced by the CSO this week in the national accounts that came out on Friday um, that showed gross fixed capital formation in the non-residential sector was edging lower, whereas in, in, in housing it was sharply up. So we, we are getting mixed signals and also we do the BNP Paribas uh, construction sector a PMI, and it is showing that output is holding up better in housing than in commercial at the moment. But again, it's it's really down to the detail of what we're measuring. The index that you refer to um, is 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 probably looking at inputs, and what's happening is I think house builders are busy now. They're going to be busy in 2023, but they're already beginning to reduce the early stage projects because of these viability issues, the rising costs uh, going up faster than the cost at which they can sell the properties. The, the, there is a, a, a debate ongoing at the moment. There's a division in government right now over whether tax breaks should be offered to developers to stimulate more building. Um, based on uh, the data that you have in front of you, um, do, do you believe that tax breaks would stimulate more house building? Well, I, I suppose the question, the first question is, do we need to stimulate more house building? So, you know, we have the um, we have the housing for all targets, 24,600 for this year, as we said, 29,000 next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're almost definitely going to uh, surpass uh, the targets for this year. I think there is a good chance that we will get to the 29,000 figure Uh, in 2023 Um, and there is still time for things to change um, that will allow building to pick up again by 2024. Let me give you an example of two government interventions that are already in train. We have uh, the introduction of the the shared equity scheme, the first home scheme in July and that's going to have the effect of just uh, allowing people to spend more to buy houses because they don't have to buy the full share. And remember of course that the central bank mortgage lending rules are being relaxed from January. And what these two interventions could do is they make it possible for people to pay higher prices and that will allow house prices to rise to restore those margins that are currently being squeezed by rising costs. But, of course, the question is, do we want higher house prices? That is a whole other debate. And the debate about tax breaks goes on. John McCartney, a head of research at BNP Paribas Real Estate Ireland, thank you very much indeed for coming in to talk to us today.